In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you. With you, Paying It Forward too. Josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother. Well, three kids later, Josephine started her own company, MyMomKnowsBest.com and Glovies, but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is Paying It Forward on TuggyNet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Jirasi. Well, good morning, everyone. It's Josephine here. I hope everybody is having an incredible start to their new year with their business. So um, we'll start our show off once again with the business tip of the week. So I actually have used this tip in the past, but I think it's so crucial and so important that I'm going to repeat it. And once again, um, I respect Nell Merlino, who is in charge of the Make Mine a Million Dollar um, business and the Count Me In organization. And she always says, know your numbers. So I am paying that forward and suggesting that it is so important that if you don't know the numbers in your business, that you sit down with your accountant and you need to be accountable for all of the numbers in your business, meaning every single penny that goes out of your business, you should be on top of it and you should know where you're spending that money. And before you write that check, say to yourself, was this a good use of my company's money? So, okay, that's my business tip of the week. Know your numbers. Today's guest I'm so excited about. Her name is Tiffany Crewmans, and Tiffany is actually the inventor of Ava the Elephant, a medicine dispenser for toddlers. She has an amazing story. I can't wait to hear it. And she is one of the very few people who have um, who has survived the sharks on the great, great show Shark Tank. So with that, I'd like to welcome Tiffany to Paying It Forward. Good morning, Tiffany. Good morning. How are you? I'm okay. How are you, Tiffany? I'm doing well. I'm alive and well, so that's a good day. <laughs> yes. So, Tiffany, right off the bat, I have to ask you, do you have children, Tiffany? I do. I have a daughter. Oh, great. I thought um, I put you as a mom inventor and then realized, wait a second, I should ask Tiffany. So, okay. <laughs> so, I was right. You're a mom inventor. And is your daughter's name Ava? It is not. Her daughter, my daughter's name is Annabelle. Um, and I actually created, yeah, I created the product before I had my daughter. Okay. Well, that's so, so interesting and it's great. So you have a great story. So Tiffany, tell us a little bit about your background. Well, I was working with uh, special needs children and children in the hospital who were fighting cancer. And I saw an everyday struggle with medicine time. 
And one little boy in particular was very near and dear to my heart. His name is Gibby, and he has Down syndrome. And I worked with him daily. He was my, you know, my day job. And we used to have to restrain him to give him simple things like Tylenol or, you know, vitamins. And it was just horrible. And I just couldn't figure out why, you know, what was making this such a traumatic experience for him. And then one day I kind of had my light bulb moment. And that's where, when I created Ava. Oh, I think it's such a great, great story. And um, I just... My heart goes out to you for working with special needs kids because it's so necessary and it's heartwarming. So yeah, it was, um, it's by far my favorite thing that I've done so far, and I miss it. Now that I'm in business and I'm kind of in the trenches, you know, growing this company, I really miss that time, that one-on-one time. But hopefully the success of this will allow me to do a lot more. Oh, I, I think that's great. So, um, okay, Tiffany, so now what was your ba- background? Were you a nurse? I wasn't. I was actually a nanny for years, and then I decided that I was kind of bored with the nanny position um, without it having any kind of challenge to it, and I wanted to look for special needs children and learn more about them and, um, you know, just learn what they go through every day. And so I found that position, and I stayed with him for for years and years. I was with him almost three years, and um, it just became a passion of mine. And the, the hospital stuff was just volunteer time, but it was also a big passion of mine. So did you have any kind of business experience be- before um, coming up with your invention? I didn't. I've kind of been thrown wow. to the sharks, literally. <laughs> but um, I've had to learn it from the ground up, and, and I have learned a lot, obviously, if we have a successful product. But, yeah, I didn't know anything about business. Isn't it amazing, Tiffany? Is it anything that you thought it would be? No, it's not. I had no (laughs) idea what I was getting myself into. Walking into that shark tank, I thought, this will be fun. This will be great. You know, if they like my idea, you know, it'll be a cinch and it'll be in stores before I know it. And I had no idea what I was getting myself into. (laughs) That's so funny. So, um... Can you hear my dog in the background, Tiffany? I can. That's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Go ahead, Chanel. Go out. Okay. She's out. Okay. So, okay, Tiffany, so let's get back to the Shark Tank. So how did you manage to get on Shark Tank? Well, I actually saw the listing on Craigslist, and it said, do you have a great idea but no funding um, to back it? And I thought, yes, I do, actually, because when I thought of that idea with Gibby, I actually went home that night, and I created it out of sponge and fabric, and I took the insides of a, a talking uh, gift card, and I put it on there, and I took it to work, and it worked for him. So I kind of had it at home laying around and, um, you know, figured, you know, when I saw that article, I thought, yes, I do have the idea, and I'm going to audition for this, and I actually got a call back, an email back, and a call back that day. Oh, wow. Isn't that exciting? So how nervous were you going on TV, on national TV? You know, I wasn't really that nervous. I went on the very first episode. I didn't know um, who the sharks were until about 10 minutes before I went in. So I have that advantage. I think now people know what they can do to people. So um, they're a lot more scared. But I was kind of naive in the fact that I just knew I was going in to talk to five very successful people that had made a lot of money in their industry and that I was just going to be myself. I knew I had a passion for it. I knew I had a great idea. And I kind of went in with a take it or leave it kind of attitude. And it turned out well, obviously. 
Oh, that's great. So, so tell us a little bit more. So you went, you, I love your story because it's very similar to mine with my Glovies product. And that's why I asked you your, uh, the question in the very beginning, is it what you thought it was going to be? Because just like you, it's one step in front of the other. And holy moly, Tiffany, the reason why I created this radio show and I'm doing it is because I made so many mistakes Mm -hmm. along the way. And Mm -hmm. I said, if we can help other entrepreneurs out there avoid the mistakes that I personally made, I would be thrilled. And um, did you make a lot of mistakes along the way? We did make some mistakes. And, you know, even with Barbara's connections and as well known as she is, she didn't know this industry either. So we were just like you. We went into it blind and kind of had to learn step by step. And I felt the same way. That's the reason I launched my website was because I got thousands of emails from other entrepreneurs who had seen the success that I had with my product, and they wanted to know, you know, what did I do at this step? What did I do from the beginning when they first step? Most of them, it's the first stage. They want to know what do they do first. They have a great idea. They don't know where to go. And I feel the same way. I want to be able to give them those answers and make them very simple and give them a plan. Yeah, it's so, so important. So let's take a moment to start going through a few of the steps you took in the very, very beginning. Like when you went to Shark Tank, exactly what phase do you think you were at? Um, I was at the very beginning stage. Unlike a lot of people on the show who have mortgaged their homes and, you know, are very, very involved with their products, I had five clay elephants and a really solid patent search. So I knew that it didn't exist. I knew that um, I wasn't infringing on anybody else's patent. And I had, like I said, five homemade clay elephants. So I was starting brand new and I had to go, you know, find a manufacturer. That was one of the biggest, um, hardest struggles that we had was finding a good partner to produce it. And I think that's, now, how did that's you most go about, Yeah. How did you go about doing that, Tiffany? You know, at first we went the wrong route. And I've got that story on my website right now. Um we went through kind of a couple connections that we had and um, found a company and called some references, and it, it all checked out pretty good. And then um, we went with them and, and just went on and on for months and didn't get anywhere and actually got the wrong product delivered. And we ended up having to switch manufacturers in the beginning, and it cost us a lot of time, and it cost me a very big opportunity on a, on a national show. So you definitely want to pick the right partner from the beginning. Yeah, I think that's so important. Now, Tiffany, is Ava... Hello? Hello? Hello. Sorry about that, Tiffany. I think we had a disconnection there for a second. So where is um, Ava the Elephant manufactured? Right now, she's manufactured in China, but we're actually working on moving that production to the U.S. That's something that's kind of um, in the works right now. We're hoping to be able to do that within the year. Oh, that's wonderful. That's that's really good. I mean, sometimes it just is super, super difficult to manufacture things here as far as costs go. So, But with the price of shipping going up, and oil mm-hmm. and everything, it really does affect our manufacturing, our cost of goods. So, um, well, what most, most people don't understand about that, and that can be very frustrating for me because I did get a couple emails after Shark Tank asking why I wasn't producing it here, mm-hmm. is that they don't understand that a small person like you and I that just has a one product, 
um, a fresh idea to not walk into any factory here in the U.S. and get them to produce your products. You're not going to produce on the, the scale that they want you to produce on. They're not really willing to work with you. And I looked and looked and looked for months mm-hmm. for that option in the beginning. And I'm just now finding someone. So it, it's I did a the lot same thing, Tiffany. Think. I can respect what you did. I mean, I literally had to go to China and leave my three little kids home. My daughter was mm-hmm. still with her little binky in the mouth as I was getting on the airplane. My heart sank. <laughs> that, was the, that was the last thing on earth I wanted to do. It would have been so much. I would have felt better within myself if I could have yeah. manufactured gloves here. But like you said, it was impossible. There's no way I would have been able to start my business if I did that. But anyway, I'm enjoying enjoying this interview, Tiffany, but we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back shortly with Paying It Forward. Thanks, everyone. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on toginet.com. Get ready for Officer Radio every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern only on Officer.com. It's powered by the worldwide resources of Officer.com and hosted by Editor-in-Chief of Officer.com and 30-year law enforcement veteran Frank Borelli. Officer.com is your source for the latest news, trends, and issues facing the law enforcement community, which change almost daily. New regulations, new things to know about that affect all in law enforcement. Join us each week as Officer Borelli and his guests examine, dissect, and discuss the issues facing our industry. Call in live and join the conversation to get your voice heard. For more law enforcement news and more about the show, go to officer.com. You can even find us on Facebook and Twitter. Then join us live every Thursday afternoon at 2 p.m. Eastern, only on officer.com. People have the means to live, but no meaning to live for. These are the words of Dr. Victor Frankel, the inspiration for the movie Victor and I. That's V-I-K-T-O-R and I, movie.com. And TalkSense Radio, The Meaning Connection, with host Mary Similuka and frequent contributor Alexander Vesley. Friday afternoons at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. More and more people today are discarding their quest for money, possessions, and things, and are instead beginning a serious quest to find meaning in life. Until now, these discussions were historically in the hands of priests, ministers, and scribes, then to philosophers, psychiatrists, and psychologists. Now, these deep discussions are where they should be, in the hands of individuals, on the air, with you. Talk Sense Radio, The Meaning Connection, with your host, Mary Similuka, and frequent contributor, Alexander Vesley. Friday afternoons at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here, and I have Tiffany Crewman, a mom entrepreneur here with a mom invention, Ava the Elephant. So, Tiffany, before we get started with our next segment, I must say the picture we have on the TogiNet um, website is you wearing this beautiful, beautiful um, green colored shirt. Hello? 
Okay. <laughs> okay, we're back, right? Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Uh-huh. Okay, great. Sorry, I don't know why we're having a problem with the line today. But anyway, so Tiffany, so when I saw that shirt of your photo that's on the TogiNet site, I laughed because that was a shirt I wore um, when I was on ABC Nightline <laughs> News. And I mean, there's millions of shirts out there. We have the identical same shirt. And this is not a good thing, Tiffany, because that is my radio shirt or my TV shirt. How funny is that? So, That's my go-to shirt because that color works and it's solid and it's comfy. And it's Tiffany, funny. we got to talk about this offline because if we ever end up like on Good Morning America together, we're going to show up in the same shirt. But anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, so when I was on ABC Nightline News, I have to say when we were talking during break that a lot of people think just because you're on national TV, wow, your business comes together overnight. And one thing mm. that did for me, it really did help my PR. Um, and that happened very, very quickly. But the thing is, bringing a product to market is truly, truly a difficult difficult thing, especially when we're more or less a one-man person doing it. And I just think some people don't realize that, I don't know, Tiffany, you can agree with me or disagree with me, but I personally think, think that if a person has a service, it's so much easier yes. for them to start making money almost instantly. Yes, and the way I explain it to yeah. people is that they, what they don't get about the retail world is that when you start have a brand or a product, you're selling it to 10, 20, 30, 40, however many retailers or distributors out of the country, and you have to meet all of their requirements. So if one company, require, Walmart requires this of me and McKesson requires this, then I have to, you know, make everyone happy. One person has to make everyone happy, and it's extremely difficult. Yeah, it, it truly is. But um, all right, so Tiffany, let's go back to the steps a little. Um, so you came up with your product, then what? How did you come up? Like, I personally think one of the toughest jobs is, see, I always said getting on the shelf of the retail store is only one piece yeah. to the puzzle. And I was never afraid of getting on the shelf. What always was a concern of mine is how quickly can I get my product off the shelf? So a lot of times, well, I personally feel that packaging is has got to be one of the most crucial pieces to the puzzle. Yes. Absolutely, so, I agree. How did you handle your packaging? Well, um, we went through a, a designer and, you know, it's important to find someone who knows packaging because they know the kind of font that shows up or that's going to jump out at people. But I also think that you should um, be open to criticism or, or comments from other people because you need to know, for me, it was a matter of if I'm walking down the aisle, what am I going to see? What am I going to notice? What am I going to see first when I see this as if it's not my product? And that's the most important part of your package. So for mine, it was, you know, it's bright orange, the package. Um, medicine dispenser was very important because I saw mom walking down the aisle, seeing this cute little elephant and going, it's another toy and just walking past. I want, it was very important to me that she sees the toy and then sees the word medicine dispenser and goes, wait a minute, that's a medicine dispenser. 
Yeah, so, so important. I think that's a good point. And, you know, I had one of the most incredible packaging people on our show, and she had said you, that was Joanne Hines, I'm sure my listeners remember her, but she said you have 2.6 seconds to get the attention of the consumer, Mm -hmm. and that's not very long. And like you said, Mm -hmm. in a flash, in a flash, they see the elephant, and I think that's so important, the medicine dispenser. So that's a great, great point. So, okay, so now you got your packaging down pat. You placed your order with your manufacturer. Then what? Um, Well, we, of course, did patents before that. We did our trademarking. That's not always as easy as people think it is. Um, And then it's a matter of, you know, getting into the retailers. Once you have product to show them, I think that's the biggest step that people try to jump over, and it drives me crazy when people email me, not because I'm frustrated with them, but because I hope that they'll listen that they need to be prepared before they contact a buyer. They've got to have product. They've got to have a, a lot of product to even speak with the buyer because the buyer, if he's interested, wants you to be at the point where he can place an order or he doesn't want to talk to you. That's yeah, what they I, don't get about retail buyers. I think you're so, so right. I have to tell you, Tiffany, I did have my product almost, well, right away. Um, how about, and the reason why I brought that up was because I... I did change my packaging. So my only advice to other people out there who will manufacture stuff, and this was something Joanne Hines had suggested, is when you place an order, it's very hard to figure out numbers because you don't know if you're going to be an overnight sensation. You could be, Mm -hmm. and maybe you're not. The problem is if you do end up changing your package like I did, I have tons and tons of product, and now it truly is a big process to change that package. And I'm in the process of doing that now. But, um, okay, so now you have your package. You have your product. Now we have to get in front of the buyers. I personally went to the trade shows. How did you do it, Tiffany? Um, I went to some trade shows as well. Um, they were good for my field, so it was the drug chain-related uh, trade shows, and ACDS was really, really successful for us. Um, but we also have a rep company. I think the rep companies are extremely important because a lot of these companies want you to have someone on the ground in their city. You're never going to be able to go to all the different headquarters you know, weekly and meet with these buyers the way that some of them want to do, so... If you can get a rep company on board and give them a small percentage of your sales, it's well worth it because they're going to take those trips for you. And they already, more importantly, they already have the relationships with the buyers. Yeah, I think that that's so important. How did you go about getting your rep or rep My rep actually hunted me down. Um, She saw me on Shark Tank and then um, emailed and we started talking that night. And I'd actually already been contacted by a couple different rep companies. And they were a little bit smaller in scale, and they weren't. We we took one on, and it wasn't really working for us up front. So we decided to go with this company and give it a shot. Because the good thing about rep companies that people don't understand is they get a percentage off the end. So if they don't sell your product to the buyer, they're not making anything. So they're going to work for the money. That being said, some of them won't. Some of them will just sit on it. So you don't want to sign up with somebody exclusive. If you know, don't sign exclusive basically unless you know what they're going to do for your company. I think that's a great, very, very important piece. Also, Tiffany, tell us, so now you have a rep company, you have the sales reps that go, I agree with you 100%. Those sales reps have existing relationship with buyers. So it's Mm -hmm. so easy for them. 
you know, if a rep already has an appointment with one of the largest baby retailers, for example, it's so easy for them to go into their bag and pull out, oh, look, have you seen the latest new product, Mm -hmm. Ava the Elephant? What do you think about it? You know, do you see a fit or whatever? So I think that's great. So, um, all right. So now we have the rep company. We have your product in front of the buyers. What happens with distribution? How do you handle your distribution? Um, What part of it? So once you start to get your orders, how Mm -hmm. do you handle the distribution yourself or did you outsource that? I do handle the distribution myself. Um, I don't, I mean, I don't ship it. We have a warehouse, but I handle all the, you know, the purchase, when the purchase orders come in, I um, send them on to our warehouse and then you have to pretty much babysit everything. Every step along the way, you have to make sure that it's getting there on time by their deadline that it wasn't damaged, you know, you have to watch every step. And then again, we're dealing with 30 plus retailers now. So it's a lot to keep up with for one person. I think you need to be uh, really passionate about your job. That was one of my tips for later. So I'll save that. Yeah. Okay. So I think that that's super. And um, so Tiffany, do you have employees at all? I don't. I'm the only employee, (laughs) and I'm barely an employee myself, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Tiffany, 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 we are living the same life. Um, (laughs) Oh, goodness I'm everything. I'm the office person, the shipping person, the accounts payable, accounts receivable. Yeah, I'm doing everything. That's so funny. But now, and you have a very young child. You have a three-year-old you mentioned, right? Yes. Yeah, and, um, you know, toddlers are demanding, and a lot of times yeah. I look at the number of years I've been working on my Glovies product, but uh, the truth of the matter is I have three young kids that we're trying to manage, too. So, anyway, it mm-hmm. does get to be challenging, and, you know, Tiffany, it makes me kind of laugh because sometimes people say, oh, it's great to own your own business. You can do, you can work whenever mm-hmm. you want or not work when you don't want, and the truth of the matter is, you know, as well as I do, we end up working, I definitely work more hours than if I was going to work for somebody nine to five. Yeah, 24 hours a day. Yeah. And you never stop worrying about it. The difference is, and I tell my husband this all the time, is that he leaves his, his job and he comes home and he forgets about it. I never forget about my company. I'm laying in bed at night at 12 o'clock in the middle of the night, and I, and I shoot up out of bed and go, oh, what about the invoice? You know, so it, it's definitely more difficult. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly it. Sometimes I feel, you know, the mommy guilt is I just, you know, I, I think of me sitting down doing a puzzle with my daughter, thinking in my head, wow, this is a really cool puzzle. I wonder if I should come up with, you know, <laughs> I'm designing yeah, yeah. A, a puzzle in my head. I'm like, no, get back to yeah. reality. <laughs> You're playing with your daughter. Get back, you know. So it's kind of funny, but um, we're coming up on, on another break. Gosh, I can't believe we're halfway through the show already, Tiffany, and we still have lots of information to share with others. So when we come back, I'm going to be really curious to know about um, how you handle your day-to-day stuff. So I'm always interested in how successful entrepreneurs handle their workday, because I'm sure you have tips for us. So anyway, with that, Mm -hmm. we'll be back with Tiffany Grumans, uh, the inventor of Ava the Elephant. Thanks, everyone. (laughs) 
We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on Toginet.com. Mark Lipinski is coming to Toginet. It's Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski. A live two-hour show Wednesday afternoon starting at 3, 2 central on Toginet.com. Creative Mojo. It's fun, entertaining, informative, inspirational, and illuminating. Lipinski has worked on such shows as Oprah, The View, The Joan Rivers Show, and Ricky Lake. He's busy, but he's got the drive to share with Creative Mojo, dedicated to the modern crafter and crafting lifestyle. Dive into the info and enjoy everything from celebs to entertainment news to recipes, quilting and needlework, knitting, painting, woodworking, Christmas crafts, and so much more. This show boldly encourages you to discover and harness your own creative spirit by living creatively every day. For more on Mark and the show, check out marklepinski.com. Don't miss the fun. It's Creative Mojo with Mark Levinsky. Wednesday afternoon starting at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. I am not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet. This is your chance, ladies, to hear stories of hope and healing from someone who's been there. Someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of this trauma, she has gone on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free is a straight-up show to enlighten you and to lighten your load. Do not let the weight of this world or the things that have happened to you control your life. For more on the show and Diane and her book, The Story of Me, email her directly from her show page here on Toginet. Then, join us for I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here. So I have Tiffany Crewmans on the line with us. So, Tiffany, before we even get started, can you tell my listeners how they can get in touch with you via social media, your website, and where they can purchase Ava the Elephant if they have an interest? Absolutely. Um, Ava is available at so many retailers that you probably need to visit our website just to get a good idea of where to find one. Um, we've got a search a search box there where you put in your zip code and you can find the closest store. CVS is one of our biggest ones, um, and that's uh, across the country. So just go to our website, Ava, A-V-A, com, And then I'm on social media, Twitter, uh, forward slash Tiffany Crewman, K-R-U-M-I-N-S. And then um, my own website, TiffanyCrewmans.com. Perfect. Okay, wonderful, Tiffany. So before break, we were talking about, I'm always intrigued on what a successful entrepreneur does day-to-day. Like, do you have a special routine you follow? How do you handle your day-to-day activity for your business? You know, I think it's important to have the right tools. Um, For me, I didn't have QuickBooks in the beginning, and that was a big mistake because I needed to have a way to keep all my invoices straight and money in, money out, like you discussed at the very beginning of the show. Um, So I think you need to, although you don't want to invest in too many things in the beginning, there's certain things that you're going to need as a retailer 
to, I mean, as a um, vendor to retailers to keep up with all of the different companies. So it's important to stay organized and have the right programs to use. So I agree with you that QuickBooks is incredible for a small business. One other thing that I cannot live without is my Excel worksheet. I mm-hmm, mm-hmm. create a worksheet for everything, Tiffany. It's um, And QuickBooks is great, but sometimes, you know, just I like to keep a budget and I go right to my Excel worksheet and I just put, okay, this is how much I spent today, just so it's right there, dead in my face. Um, right, is there right. anything else we can think of? I have to say, I absolutely love my iPhone. I can't believe how much easier my business is to run be- because of it. Yeah, and, you know, I don't have an iPhone. I have one similar, like a Droid. But um, in the beginning, I didn't have that phone. I wasn't into social media. I didn't really text people, even though I was 30 yeah. years old or 29 years old. I just wasn't into that. But then I realized in running this type of business, you need to be connected all the time. Whether I check my email on my phone or not, I need the ability to because a lot of times you'll get time-sensitive stuff in this kind of business, and you're going to need, like you said, some sort of access to email. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, When I got my smartphone, I guess I should be calling it a smartphone, and I was, I would go back and forth to drive my, drop my kids off at nursery school. And I can't, I can remember the first day I had it that I was actually able to retrieve my emails. And I couldn't believe it. I'm like, oh my God, I'm not strapped to my desk. And I could actually see my emails. It was so liberating. And sure enough, I had like a big publication trying to come contact me Mm -hmm. to give them a quote and it was a time sensitive thing i was like wow Mm -hmm. so i must say that has helped me tremendously but i think those and of course you know my laptop you know it's just the basic stuff you don't have to spend tons of money but there are a good scanner that's another thing a good scanner because in a retail office you're going or in a retail business you're going to have to um, print sign and scan a million documents so uh, one thing that I would definitely have is a good scanner because that drove me crazy for so many times having to use someone else's or then having to put it on the, the single tray and scan each page. So, you know, a multi-page scanner is just priceless for a company like this. I think that's really important, too. Um So, Tiffany, what about a team? I know that even though we are one man or, let's say, one woman shops, um I try to surround myself with a real powerful team. And like one of my most, um, I call him my right-hand guy, is my graphics designer, who's an incredible Mm -hmm. sounding board. He's just, he's an amazing guy. Um, And he's helped a lot of other businesses out there. And um, I got to tell you, let's see. Who else, like, what kind of team do you have around you? I I couldn't agree more, though, with the, the whole team thing. Even though they're not on my team and I'm not paying them a, a, a weekly salary, when you find those people that do a good job at what they do and make your life easier as a single entrepreneur, you know, you're I'm not single at a marriage type, but, you know, right. single in business and doing everything you're on your own. It is really important to find those people and keep them close to you. I have the same thing, a great graphics designer guy that I just found recently. And I know I can go to him and that he understands me and he gets it done quickly and it's for a good price. And once you start to, you know, collect those people over the years, because you will, you'll keep the good and get rid of the bad. 
um, it's priceless to just have those people, you know, at your disposal and then to give to other people as well. You know, like that's really important for you to reach out to other entrepreneurs and use their resources and use their connections. Yeah, I think that's so, so important. I try to do that all the time, Tiffany, and I share my graphics designer, and everybody is thrilled with him. So, um, and we all support other small businesses. So, agreed. I think that was mm-hmm. well, well, well said. So, um, what else? Do you have a mentor anywhere along the way? You know, Barbara, of course, is a huge mentor to me. She not only invested in me and believed in me, but She's a great sounding board for things. I think she, I, I joke with people that she's kind of the dream investor. I don't think people believe that after seeing her on Shark Tank. They probably think right. she gives me a hard time, but she's perfect for me. I mean, we work really well together because I'm able to take creative stuff to her. She trusts my my vision on the creative side. and and But at times she will stand up and say, I really don't like the look of this or the way this is. And it helps me to have that sounding board and, and another opinion. She's just a yeah. great, great mentor. Oh, that's so great. So, okay, uh, agreed. Barbara Corcoran is an incredible mentor. And um, if not many of us have that kind of access, Tiffany, hats off to you. But for those that don't have that access, I would just try to suggest to get your hands on a mentor because it really brings peace because – you don't feel like you're by yourself, right, Tiffany? Even if it is right. just a sounding board. And well, I think it's I'm, important when you go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. When you I find just, that mentor, well, I think it's important to. <laughs> How funny is this, Sorry Tiffany? We're that. on the same page. That's why you go first. You're my guest. It's all about Thank you, Tiffany. You. <laughs> when you do find someone that is in a similar field, because a lot of people have come to me, just be respectful of their time. And I'm sure a lot of them will share things with you. It's, it's a matter of spitting it out what you need from them. For me, you know, I don't have a ton of time because I am running my own business. So if, if you need something from me, I'm more than happy to give you advice on it or tell you about it. But I need you to ask me directly for what you need. Not, you know, can I pick your brain or can I talk to you on the phone for a couple hours? I need you to just get to the, you know, the meat and the potatoes, basically. (laughs) Yeah. So, Tiffany, I did have another entrepreneur on my show. It was probably sometime last year. And I remember what she said. Do you know what she did? She came up with a questionnaire. And anybody that called her or wanted to pick her brain or, you know, just wanted to talk to her, she would shoot them this uh, template, a questionnaire for them to fill out. And that's how she weeded out those who were very, very serious and were on the road that she could possibly help. If oh, she felt that somebody yeah. was not, you know, serious or they, you know, our time's so valuable, she would shoot them an email and say, you know what? I'm probably not the person to be asking these questions for, but maybe this is how you should start. And she would send them to the right person that would be able to help them, or she'd suggest that they go to their local um, small business association that could help her. So it's just an idea. Wow, that's really good. Yeah. So, all right, I'm going to switch gears just a little, Tiffany. I have a question for you. Let's talk a little bit about challenges. I know you've had a super, super challenge in your life, and it happened just three months after you were on Shark Tank. Would you mind sharing that with my listeners? Not at all, no. I I think it's really important to hear because I faced kind of the worst-case scenario and came out successful on the other side of it, so... I like sharing this story because I think it can inspire others. 
three months after Shark Tank, I was kind of in one of the happiest times of my life. You know, I came home to my brand new baby girl, and I had this new idea. I had an investor that was backing me. I had all the exposure from Shark Tank for my product. And I had a spot in my, my neck, and I, uh, inside of my neck, more like a lump. And I went and had it checked out, and I was diagnosed with cancer at 28 years old. It was wow. quite a huge roadblock to overcome. Am I allowed to ask, Tiffany, was it thyroid cancer? Yes, it was. Uh-huh. Oh, was. goodness gracious. That's scary to me because I'm due for a scan myself. And I don't know if a lot of women out there know this, but after giving birth, I don't know what happens yes. to our bodies, but what happens, it does something to the thyroid. And I never mm-hmm. had a problem with my first two children. But when I gave birth to my third child, I'll tell you, Tiffany, I was running around my house, get my house cleaned in no time. I was hanging off the ceilings. And all of a sudden, I had said to the doctor, I said, I don't know what's going on, but I feel a little more energetic. And he Mm -hmm. said to me, well, it sounds good, but we need to check that out. And sure enough, they checked it out, and I had an overactive thyroid. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, Mm -hmm. this is kind of good for me. I'm getting so much done. And he looked at me and said, it's it's not so good because your heart's working extra fast, which means, you know, you can have a heart attack. I said, okay, we'll address that right away. But yeah, so Tiffany, so tell us more about that. Uh, Well, I was... You know, I had the biopsy, I was diagnosed, and I had to, I was, I mean, I was just right in the thick of creating this product. So, you know, it was a very stressful time because I didn't know anything about this industry. I was learning everything. I was developing my packaging. I was trying to develop the actual product and get it to where it needed to be. And then I was hit with this. And um, as anyone that's been diagnosed with cancer, it turns your life upside down. And mm-hmm. I didn't know if I could go forward and do this. You know, there were so many days where I thought, who cares about this product and and making money from this product when I don't know if I'll be here next year. I don't know if I'll get to walk my daughter down or not walk my daughter down the aisle, but see her get married and see her have her first crush and just so many emotions. So I think it's important that you, when you look at these businesses or an idea of a business, decide if something like this hit you, are you passionate enough about it to actually make it through this horrible ordeal and stick with your company. I think that's so important. That is like my number one business tip. I agree with you, Tiffany. You have to have so much passion in your business that you say that if I were not to be here tomorrow for whatever reason, am I doing today? Am I working on my business? Is it giving me so much happiness that I could say I was happy doing that? So with that, let's take a break and we're going to be on our last segment of Paying It Forward. Tiffany is going to come back with some incredible business tips. So we'll be back shortly, everyone. Get ready for Officer Radio every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern, only on Officer.com. It's powered by the worldwide resources of Officer.com and hosted by Editor-in-Chief of Officer.com and 30-year law enforcement veteran Frank Borelli. Officer.com is your source for the latest news, trends, and issues facing the law enforcement community, which change almost daily. New regulations, new things to know about that affect all in law enforcement. Join us each week as Officer Borelli and his guests examine, dissect, and discuss the issues facing our industry. Call in live and join the conversation to get your voice heard. 
For more law enforcement news and more about the show, go to officer.com. You can even find us on Facebook and Twitter. Then join us live every Thursday afternoon at 2 p.m. Eastern, only on officer.com. Why do I feel so lousy? Why are my medications working? Why can't my doctor figure me out? These are just a few of the questions Dr. Kevin Connors will be exploring in Dr. Kevin Connors Live on Toginet.com. The author of the book, Help, My Body is Killing Me, solving the connections of autoimmune disease to thyroid problems, fibromyalgia, depression, ADD, ADHD, and more. He'll dig into these and many other conditions to dissect the mechanisms of your problems. Giving God the glory and looking for answers to make you look and feel better, to make you feel whole again. For more on him, his book, and the show, check out UpperRoomWellness.com. Never be satisfied with a diagnosis. There is always a reason behind it. And if you can alter the mechanisms that led you down your current path, we can change your future. It's Dr. Kevin Connors, live here on Tugginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here, and we have Tiffany Crewmans on the line with her, with us. She's the inventor of Ava the Elephant, which is an incredible product that is a medicine dispenser for toddlers. So, okay, with that being said, um, Tiffany... Before break, we were talking about challenges, and you had mentioned that you were diagnosed with thyroid cancer. So where do you stand with that now? I am about four months cancer-free. By the grace of God, I am um, I'm, I no longer have cancer, at least not right now. And I'm just going to keep monitoring that uh, about every six months. Oh, that's wonderful. So congratulations on that good news. You must have been Thank quite, you. quite relieved. So, um, okay. So, Tiffany, I'm just so impressed with all of your success. Can you tell me, what do you think your number one accomplishment has been so far? Um, I don't know if it's so much a, an accomplishment because, you know, we're in a lot of retailers. And in the beginning, I thought that would be, that would be success for me that once I saw it in a bunch of stores, but the moment that kind of hit me that, that we had done what we intended to do was when I got to go to a camp called Dream Street over in California, and mm-hmm. it's a camp for sick children, some of them terminally ill, and give out Ava's, and to see their oh. face and to see them smile and to be able to be in a financial place where we could donate some, um, that was just my, my biggest moment so far. Oh my gosh, I got goosebumps bumps on on that, Tiffany. <laughs> oh, well, that, that was kind so of my nice. dream from day one was just to go into hospitals and give them out because I'm I'm too much of a giver at times. So right. I would have much preferred to just produce the product and go to hospitals. Really, so it kind of it gave me a little bit of gas to go again. Oh, wow. I love that story. That's really, that is a true example of paying it forward, Tiffany. And um, I I think you're an amazing guest. I am so appreciative for you being a part of paying it forward because you have so much to share with so many people. And um, with that, we're going to wrap up our show with your five business tips. So let's talk about your business tip number one, passion. Yes. Passion, I think, is 
the most important part of the entire equation. And I found that out firsthand going through what I went through. If I hadn't had a passion to deliver these to children one day and see them smile, then I never would have made it through the ups and downs of this business. So I would say only start a business or launch a product that you're extremely passionate about. Um, I just, I just know that if you, if you go into it for money, you're not going to succeed. Great. I love that. And it's so, so true, Tiffany, because it can be lonely here in our offices by ourselves. And we need like that gentle reminder, like maybe a vision board. I like, I am in the process of working on a vision board and, you know, having a vision of you actually going and handing out those, you know, Ava the elephants to those sick children, I think, um, I think a vision board gets you there quicker. I don't know, Tiffany. Do you agree? No. It, well, it's funny you say that. I'm, I'm looking right now. I'm sitting in my office, and I'm looking at the wall, and I've got a huge sign on um, art paper. It's probably like three feet by four feet. Massive sign that says, Welcome, Tiffany. Thank you for bringing Ava. And it is hand-painted by the children with their handprints on it. I'm getting choked up just talking about it. And I I rolled that sucker up, and I brought it home, and it's got (laughs) duct tape that was holding it up on my bunk bed at camp, okay? When I arrived, it was on my bunk bed. And I've got it on my wall, and it's what I look at every single day because it's, it's my inspiration to keep going. Oh, my gosh. You got me choked up on that one. But, Tiffany, that's a beautiful story. So, okay, we'll go on to business tip number two. Trust your instincts. Oh, you are so right. I agree with you so much, Tiffany. Let's talk about that. There's been so many times in business when I look back and I go, if I had just trusted my instinct with this person or with this company and not use them, I'd be in a completely different place. No, I wouldn't have learned the lessons, but I would have succeeded quicker or whatever. Um, One of those in particular was when I had that first manufacturer, I got a call from a very major daytime television show. They wanted to feature Ava as the way to give children medicine, not one of many, but the way. And we didn't have product to send them the next day because the show was filming the next day because I dealt with the wrong company and sent my sample back to them for another improvement uh, the day before. And I have that whole story on my website, TiffanyGrimmins.com. So you may laugh at it, you may cry, but it, it definitely killed me missing that opportunity. And if I'd only trusted my instinct, I'd be in a different position there. Well, I'll tell you a little story if it makes you feel better, Tiffany, with my Glovies product. So I, very similar to you, after coming up with my aha moment that I wanted to come up with disposable gloves for kids, I came home and I created... Um, a prototype using a sewing machine and a disposable diaper. And (laughs) it's so funny because that prototype that I did is almost identical to my finished product. Well, can I tell you the versions that came back and forth from China? Yes. Miscommunication. (laughs) At one point, I I wanted to show my friends. We were sitting in Starbucks, and I said, okay. And it was funny. I said, do you want to see the latest version of Glovies? And I took it out. My girlfriend was horrified. She said, please put that away. It looks like a condom. It was so bad. Tiffany, and at that point, I put my foot down, and I said to my sourcing agent, I said, you know what? I'm starting to get Mm -hmm. really upset here because I created a human being quicker than you're able to give me a real real prototype. Can you believe it? 
<laughs> Tiffany, within it's so one true. Month, I know. If you look within, at my website, you'll see the same story. I mean, literally same story, different product. I got. I received a barking elephant. And if you oh. read my um, one of my blogs on my website, it goes into that and how I had to switch for the same reason. I just had it. It's so funny. So anyway, so that's the story about Glovies, but okay. Let's talk about number three. Be wise with your money, how you spend your money. Oh my God, Tiffany, if I tell you how many times I've done things and then you think you'll learn the first time and then I make the same mistake twice and I want to hit my head up against the wall say, but why didn't you learn from your first mistake? And sometimes Mm -hmm. I just say to myself, well, this is going to be different. And sure enough, it's not different and you make the same mistake twice that's the only time I really come down hard on myself but it has to do with my packaging but sometimes you got to do what you got to do to get it right and when you don't have experience in the industry it just makes me feel that much more that we are forced to rely on others but mm-hmm. it goes back to what you said, number two, trust your instincts as well. And be open-minded. Listen to others. Mm-hmm. So tell me about your experience about being wise, you know, with money spent. You know, I owe a lot of that to Barbara. She is very, very particular about how she spends her investment. And I thank her for that because there were so many things along the way that she just stopped and said, wait a minute, why are we paying for this? And, and made me realize, you're right, we don't need this. I mean, one, one thing in particular is my, um, the sound for my product is my voice. And a lot of people don't know that. But when I first went to record it in a studio or have it recorded in a studio, I said, okay, so we have to find a sound over person, you know, someone who does cartoon characters, something like that. And she said, no, wait a minute, stop right there. You sold me the product on Shark Tank with your voice on the recorder. What's wrong with your voice? And I was like, uh, really? Are you sure? (laughs) Didn't really want to be on the product, but she's right. It worked. And it was free. I mean, I had a friend at a radio station here in Atlanta. I called in a favor to him. I said, can I come into your studio? It's important to use your connections. Most people would have just simply gone and paid money in the studio, lots of money. And then again, used a voiceover when I did both of them for free. You know, so we had the sound for my product going forward for free. And no rights, no rights issues of yeah. who, who recorded it. It's amazing kind of how much we really can do on our own. But, Tiffany, mm-hmm. as entrepreneurs, we get insecure and we say, oh, but yes. if I spend money, you think that you're going to end up with something better off. And yes. you're not. And that's no, a lesson that I learned along the way. All right. Well, that was the point of my of entire here. website. I wanted to save entrepreneurs money. I wanted them to come to my yeah. site, see what I did see what I did not spend money on, and hopefully do the same thing so that they would start out their business, you know, only spending a couple hundred or thousand dollars, you know, right off the bat versus thousands and thousands of dollars that I see these other people have spent. Yeah, it's so true. Tiffany, I'm going to be tweeting your website all day today, so beware. Thank you. (laughs) Okay, so let's go to business tip number four. Look for partners. Super important. Yes. Um, and I think this is important. Although there's some great websites like ThomasNet, I think it's ThomasNet.net or .com, um, there's some good websites to find manufacturers, but you're never going to get the results that you'll get from finding someone who makes a similar product and asking about their experience. If I make the same product that you're interested in, call me or email me. Same with you, you know, if they're looking for some sort of fabric product, because then you're going to be able to find out, did the manufacturer deliver on time? Was the cost right? How quickly did you get it? Or, you know, on time, same thing. But, yeah, you'll get all those answers from that person versus them just lying to you and telling you they're going to do a good job. 
Great, great point. Okay, and let's go to tip number five. We're going to wrap it up. Do things in the right order. I love that tip, Tiffany. Tell us about that. And this one, again, I think it's extremely important. I get emails all the time of people wanting to reach out to my buyers, and they don't understand that if they do that in the beginning, if you call a buyer and you have an idea, first of all, that's not his job. It's not his job to tell you, will your idea be the next big product? He's not a shark tank shark. He's not a producer. He's a buyer for the store. So I think it's extremely important to do all of the steps that you do in the right order. And that's why I put them on my website, the order that I did them in so that you don't go to a buyer and tick them off and then they don't want anything to do with you in the future. Yeah, I think that that's so, so right. You've There's so much work to do before you even get into the yeah. office with those buyers. And uh-huh. um, people don't even realize the importance of it. You you need to have, you know, your UPC in place. You need to have your sales mm-hmm. sheet in order. You need to know what an inner box is and an outer cart yes. is or a master cart. Oh, my gosh, Tiffany, talk about big mistakes we've made with Glovies, but I've learned from them and I'll never make that mistake again. So research, research, research. It's all about... It's so funny you say that about terms because I put a whole section on there of just terms because I knew over the years I had to learn all these terms. I had to call other mompreneurs that I knew and I had to say, what does FOB China mean? Because this right. guy's saying FOB China to me, that's, you know? That's and so funny. And I have a section on there specifically for that so that you it's don't have so... to look and try and sound... You know, like you don't know what you're talking about. So important. But hats off to all those mom entrepreneurs who are paying it forward, especially you, Tiffany Crewmans, who's the inventor of Ava the Elephant. Tiffany, thank you so much for being on Paying It Forward this week. I so appreciate your time. And I hope you'll come back again real soon, Tiffany. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Have a great day, everyone. And I'll see you next week on Paying It Forward. Thank you for being a part of Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on Toginet.com. This show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. Each week we'll be discussing accomplishments, lessons,